previously on the Infinite Escape Room. Looking forward to getting wet with you again soon, smiley face. You plug in the, the gorilla costume ass first into the feeding trough. I oh, know, the, the whipped cream and the whip sounded all right, though. So, topless, this is, what sort of zoo is this? It's just strippers and gorilla murdering all day long here at Cincinnati Zoo. Hello and welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the puzzling podcast where a bunch of geographically diverse chums come together, have a drink and work together to solve a homemade escape room. I'm Ben Levy Griffiths and this week I am drinking a Guinness Original Extra Stout. Um, it's extra stouty, I suppose. And joining me this week, we have... I'm Laura and I'm drinking a Bud Light because we had some left in the fridge. And I'm Regularly Diggity Mike Collins and I am drinking a Brewdog Lost Lychee and Lime. It's their Lost Lager infused with lychee and lime. Uh, it's part of their Infused series, which I'm a big fan of. I'm really enjoying them. Um, and this one is really nice. It's very sweet. It's refreshing. Um, it's a real winner. It's a weird one. It tastes a little bit like Sweeties. Uh, but yeah. Really dig it. And I'm Alid, and I would be drinking, but I ran out of squash before we started recording. Oh, so, not even alcohol, you've run out of squash. Uh, yeah, empty, 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 but full of ideas, but full of ideas. Oh, there we go. Do you want to go and get another drink? No. <laughs> Got to be careful of that squash. <laughs> I know, it's oh, heady stuff. Double strength, I mean, oof. oof. As we say, grandfather was a devil on the squash. As we were saying, we're all old now. We can't drink too much. We up all night, we in. Exactly. <laughs> Part of the reason why I haven't got to get another one. It's terrible at the moment. Um, I, I'm trying to drink, drink more water, but I've also got more meetings. So I'm there going like, I really need a wee. Doing the meeting dance. I, I had a meeting that went on for two hours uh, over its deadline. And, I, and at about the time, I was like, I kind of need to go to the toilet. So two hours later, I was like, can we just stop this now? I'm, I'm busting to go. <laughs> I mean, they don't call it a laptop for nothing. I'm just throwing that out there. I mean, I mean, if you've got one of those bottles where you it mark how long you should be drinking, how much. So I got one of them, and it's got one of these. It's like you fill it up twice a day, and you've got to drink this much by one, by eight, by nine. Oh, that's good. I find that if I neck it all a bit early, I'm just back and forth to the loo. I mean, you could just refill it with wee, couldn't you? I suppose once you. Uh, and that's what I thought Alan was getting at. To be honest. Yeah, but me too. I was like, by this amount of the day, you should have peed this much, this much, this much, and then like it comes with a little bucket. Um, uh, I might, I might end up with a sack for that one. A sack? <laughs> How much are you pooing out? Oh dear! A bucket's more than enough for me. Christ, you filth wizard! Before we begin, I'd like to thank our Patreons for their continued support, and I'd like to give a special shout-out to three of our supporters, Dave Shaw, Charlotte Knowles, and Lily. Thanks very much to all of you for helping keep the show on the metaphoric road. Thanks, guys. There you go. Right. Just what is the Infinite Escape Room? Do tell us, Ben. It's like any other escape room you may be familiar with, but this one reaches across all known themes, retail parks, and dimensions. And because it's infinite, there is no end. Every room in the Infinite Escape Room links into the next in one big, never-ending escape experience adventure. Each week, one of us will send a part of the Infinite Escape Room, while the others try and solve it. If you don't escape within the allotted time, terrible things shall befall you, and if you break anything, you will lose your deposit, which this week is your ability to open or obtain alcoholic beverages. Oh. Ah, that's a big one. That's heavy. <laughs> Just going to savour this while I can. Yeah, I, I don't know what I'd do with... The, the other bit of my life. 
I was completely off the booze for like two months. And by the end, I was like, really missed the booze. <laughs> Are we ready? Mm-hmm. Mm. Then let's enter the infinite escape room. Yay! Yay! Soundboard Ben. Last time on the infinite escape room, our sweet-toothed safari-esque solvers found themselves trapped in Harambe's gorilla enclosure. With a gorilla effigy in place and Harambe firmly by their side, they swiped the handler's ID badge and a panel slid open. Harambe pulled open the reinforced steel door and you gained access to the tunnel. After a while, the smooth concrete walls gave way to a rough, cragged stone. A rush of air passed your ears as a bat flew past. Spooked Harambe made a run for it and disappeared into the darkness. You heard a rising cacophony of chirping and screeching from behind you as a swarm of bats came at you full pelt. You have no further choice but to follow your newly emancipated simian friend and run headlong into the darkness of the cave. The caves run up and down. What? Oh, sorry, it's for Laura and Alan. I think we're in the bat cave. The caves run up and down After a time, the screeching subsides And the damp sound of drip, drip, drip Along with your wet footsteps Is all you can hear You've been running along in the dark Bumping off of walls Heads scraping along low ceilings And are now generally feeling quite worn out and lost Up ahead, you see a pinprick of light Heading cautiously towards it So not to further bump your heads You barely notice the squelching beneath your feet Placing yourself under the small pillar of light, you notice a well-lit room above. And, as luck would have it, a ladder leading upwards. Ascending the ladder, you notice that the hole is rather small and will only just allow you to pass through. With the aid of a porcelain rim, you each haul yourselves up and into a small, tiled room. It appears that you've climbed out of a toilet. Before you, you can see a large basin with separate hot and cold taps a small cupboard residing beneath it, a set of black hand towels with a golden number 10 embroidered onto them, a door, and of course, the aforementioned toilet. What would you like to do? The toilet. Yes. What sort of system has it got? A regular one. Can I lift the lid off the top of it? Sure, yes. Can I see anything of note inside the system? A ball cock. Lads. Is there water in there? There is. Is there anything in the water? I suppose looking down, you see... Little wisps of lime scale sort of juttering around the bottom. Okay. I thought we were going to be in the bat cave. <laughs> I, <laughs> I did not realise that Ben was going to do us the old switcheroo and like, bathroom. Not done a bathroom for a while. I haven't done a kitchen for a little while. But really, taps. I haven't done a bathroom for a little while. I haven't really while. done taps in a while. Yeah. Hmm. Are we in Bruce, are we in Bruce Wayne's Carsey, potentially? No, I think we're in number 10, because it's got number 10 on the towels. You can tell it's a UK bathroom because they have separate hot and cold taps, which apparently are weird outside of the UK. Really? Oh, number 10, of course, as in Downing Street. In my head, we were in the Batcave, and I think I just refused all information to the contrary. Now then, do you want to find about thinking about somewhere you were? <laughs> oh, that's very, that's very topical, Alan. Because <laughs> oh, we've literally just today had the headlines that are, um, sorry, uh, international listeners, um, our, our rather naughty um, Prime Minister and his pals uh, decided to break the lockdown rules that they made uh, in order to uh, have a big party for their birthday and play the soggy biscuit game, uh, which... To be honest, Google it, I think, if you're an international lister. Is that a wise idea? Yeah, Ben's looking puzzled. <laughs> Alad looks disgusted and Laura just looks at me like she normally does, um, <laughs> which is probably actually also a little bit disgusted. Um, 
But yeah, so that was what happened in the news this week. This is all making so much more sense. <laughs> Shall we flush the toilet and see what happens? Yes, presumably it gets a very wet ladder. Sure, you uh, you flush the toilet and water comes out of the cistern, round the bowl and down into the cave system below. And yes, presumably drenching the ladder. Does it refill? Yes. Okay. Can I look uh, in the cupboard under the sink? Uh, you can do, yes. There's some spare toilet roll under there. Can I take one? <laughs> sure. I figure I'll, I'll unroll it as we go in case there's some sort of labyrinth inside number 10. <laughs> break um, we have a look at the towels. They're just... The towels are um, slightly... Like someone's used softener on them, which means that they will be no good at all for actually drying your hands. Wait, what? What? Well, when you use soft fabric softener with towels, it coats the, the fibres with like a like almost like a fat-like substance to make them soft, um, which then makes them not very good at absorbing moisture, which is the whole point what? of having a towel. <laughs> You've blown Mike's mind again. I'm learning so much. So the soft, fluffy towels that everyone loves and adores. Ah, you get them by tumble drying them. Yeah. And fabric softening. Well, if you want them nice, soft and fluffy and absolutely useless, yes. (laughs) Is that why? You know when you've got like a really old towel that's got kind of basically like the consistency of like a a 19-year-old terrier? Like, you know, it's (laughs) it's so abrasive, but it's also like, you know, you look at it and you dry. Yeah, like, oh, that makes so much more sense. I'm learning so much today. I'm not in the back cave. <laughs> no, you are in the back cave. T- towels are covered in liquid refining Teflon fat. This is just um, amazing. Yeah. Can we? Um, I wonder if Ben has put us in here actually with the intent of us exploring the rest of Number Ten Downing Street. Can we open the door, please, uh, and check carefully either side for a, a, a party or a, a cross-looking Met officer? Opening the door, you enter a large room. Looking back at the door you just came through, you notice a brass plaque with the words Recruiting Chamber inscribed on it. Suddenly, a loud knocking comes from the other side of a door. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Congratulations on becoming the new aid team for our most wonderful Prime Minister, Boris Johnson. It is your very important job to inform and defend Mr. Johnson of the various comings and goings that allow him to answer the tedious questions that the general public and the media throw at him, and also to provide witty remarks about the opposition's dress sense or ability to consume copious amounts of cake. When the need arises, an email will be sent to you, and we will expect your response within 30 minutes. Please place your responses in the red outbox next to this door. Failure to comply will result in you being transferred to Johnson's Evening Sweaty Shirt Removal Team. (laughs) I noticed that there was a lot of R rolling in there which a previous recording had Alad determined that Ben should not be able to physically do it. <laughs> Was, wasn't born with the, the, the appropriate equipment to roll an R. Really? <laughs> Tidy. Um, <laughs> what would you like to do? Um, just before we explore any further, we didn't try the taps in that bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and I know Ben likes a good tap. You, uh, you you didn't. You didn't. Um, would you like to go and try the tap? Yeah, actually, because I just don't want to miss something. Sure, you go back. Uh, what tap are you trying first? Hot. The hot tap works. It uh, runs cool for a few seconds and then gets nicely warm. And the cold tap? Um, starts off slightly lukewarm and gets slowly colder. 
there a plug taps. in they're, they're regular taps. <laughs> is there a plug in this, Jason? Uh, I don't trust you, Ben. Let's say that there's the chain that someone's had off with the plug. Of okay. course. <laughs> there we are, fine. Okay. Um... Excuse me, but it appears you have email. Ooh. Oh. Oh, okay. Can we go back to the room we're in and see if we can see a computer? Yes, uh, would you like a general look around the room? I would love a general look around the room. In my head at the moment, Ben, it is just empty like a squash court. <laughs> well, in the top left-hand corner of the room, there are two doors, one of which you entered into and one of which uh, the knocking came from. Uh, next to the uh, one that had a knock on it, uh, there is a red box. The instructions previously said that you are to put your response to the email you've presumably just received uh, into the red box. Along the right-hand wall, you can see a window. On the uh, opposite side of the wall to that, same side as the bathroom, there is what looks like a big TV or monitor uh, mounted onto the wall. In the bottom left-hand corner, there is another door. And in the bottom right-hand corner, there is a desk with a uh, computer, a printer, and a, a chair. Can we go check out the email uh, on the computer? Uh, you go to the computer and it is locked. It requires a password. Of course it does. Can, is the printer on? Uh, the printer does appear to be on, yes. Is there any paper in it? Uh, there is. There looks to be plenty of paper in the printer. Is there anything on that paper? No, not yet. Yes. What happens with printers, Alan? <laughs> and then things go onto the paper. Well, you're describing Alan as a rin trap, where he put printed sheets through it. And, um, no, I, I was actually, Alan, I was thinking the same thing in case, like, for example, somebody had printed off a password. Mm-hmm. But thinking of more poor IT web hygiene, can we see, can we check the monitor for post-it notes? Can I check behind the monitor, under the keyboard and under the mouse, good hiding places for people to stick there? I was, I, oh. Underneath the tray on the printer. Uh, you look in all of those places and I'm afraid that there is no post-it note to be found. What about under the desk? Under the desk, uh, there doesn't appear to be any post-it notes underneath the desk, although you do find three drawers on the desk. Mm. Top, a middle and a bottom drawer. Can we open the top one, please? I'm afraid it appears to be locked. Can we try the bottom one, please? Uh, that also appears to be locked. Well, I'm guessing the middle one's locked as well, you fiend. Oh, no, that one, no, that one is locked. <laughs> <laughs> Bad how lavery. I tell you what, I'm just, just thinking, like, if I was in number 10 and I needed to set a password, something I'd remember, can we just try Thatcher as the password? Uh, sure. What, um, you're going uppercase, lowercase? Uppercase T and then... Thatcher. You try that and I'm afraid it does not work. Damn. What about Partygate? <laughs> uh, funnily enough, that does not work either. Can we try... Do you know what? I've enjoyed Partygate so much. <laughs> Can we try password? Uh, you put password in and I'm afraid that also does not work. I was convinced about... already with that one. Yeah. What about pass one, two, three? Exclamation mark. We could be your one. <laughs> I'm afraid that does not work. Okay. Open sesame. <laughs> I'm afraid that does not work. That's a bit too uh, international for our for our cabinet, mate. <laughs> Sounds a, uh, vaguely foreign. Uh. What's password in Russian? <laughs> uh, no, they just pay for it. Um, no, they, <laughs> they're not doing the computerings. Okay, um, Ben, you said that there was a TV and a window. Can we go take a looky look out the window, please? The window appears to be a sash window. In front of that, sort of between the window and you, there's like another like double glazed internal window. Um, there are some net curtains and some regular curtains, not net ones. So regular uh, curtains, net curtains, and a sash. 
Yes. Why not? Uh, looking out, you can see, what can you see? Uh, maybe like a street with some people walking up and down it, paying absolutely no attention to you. Okay. And the TV monitor, is there anything on that? Or is it off? Or? No, uh, it, it appears to be turned off. Um, there doesn't appear to be any sort of buttons that you can press at all. Is it on standby? Is there a light on it? Let's assume it's on standby. <laughs> you said there was another door in the southwest corner of the room. Can we go and take a look at the other door in the southwest corner of the room, please, Ben? You can do. It uh, looks like a door. Giving it a try, it appears to be locked. Hmm. I'm amazed they get anything done here because it's like, oh, I need to go go to the kitchen. Fuck. Okay, it's locked. Um, <laughs> that's right. I'll get I'll get the key for the kitchen. It's in the drawer. Oh, fuck. It's locked as well. It's uh, no. It's fine. It's fine. It's I got my password. It's oh no. Sounds plausible to me. Sure. To be fair. the more i say this the more sense everything's been making for the last six years was there anything in the red out box yet is it always empty uh no as far as you can see it's empty in fact um it looks less of a box uh now that you sort of pay more or closer attention to it although guess it's a box on the wall uh you lift open the little flap and rather than being sort of like an empty cavernous space inside it appears to be a chute to the other side of the wall presumably the the bit of paper would just go like straight through to somebody else and the door where the knocking came from is that locked as well or it is, I'm afraid, yeah. The red box, you said we lift the lid up. Is there anything on the underside of that lid? Uh, no. What about underneath the box? No. Is the chute small enough for us to fit Allard down it? <laughs> I knew that was coming. Uh, I, I figure if we grease you up, mate, is, was there any soap in the bathroom? We could soap you up. Strangely not, actually. No. Filth. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> because I've been mm. so astute about adhering to hygiene rules to this point, as proved in today's headline. <laughs> the bastards. Oh, absolutely no party took place and uh, no rules were broken. The Met. Parties took place and roles were broken. <laughs> bastards. Absolute shower of bastards. Why are we not in the streets setting fire to them? Because I said that you should be here recording with me. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Fuck's sake, you're putting off the revolution. <laughs> Did we check the desk chair at all? No, we haven't yet. Anything in, on, around, under the desk chair? Uh, looking on the desk chair, there is uh, nothing. Looking in the desk chair... <laughs> There is nothing. <laughs> looking around it, there is nothing. Uh, but looking underneath it, you do find a small key. Way. Can we try that on the drawers? Uh, it does, in fact, work on the drawers. Come on, Ben, tell us then. What's in drawer number one? You pull the top drawer out, but it, it's shallower than you thought it was, it was going to be, and you actually pull the entire drawer out. Thankfully, you catch it before spilling the contents and you set it on top of the desk. Inside the drawer, there are um, odds and sods. There's some pens and some paper clips and um, an SD card, etc. Okay. <clears throat> middle one? Uh, in the middle one, uh, you open that a little more carefully this time, uh, there is a camera and a water bottle. Presumably because you've got to stay hydrated. It's got those um, those markings on it. <laughs> <laughs> so you fill it up twice a day. One man's water bottle is another man's wee bottle. <laughs> oh, that famous thing. I think this camera and this SD card are going to be friends in a bit so we can see what's on the SD card. Um, but before we look at Boris's nudes, can we look at drawer number three? <laughs> Opening the bottom drawer, you find a USB cable and a spare pack of paper. Unopened, completely unopened. Just because otherwise you'd want to look at every single sheet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nothing okay. Um, I knew. <laughs> just before we go down the camera avenue, we almost tore out that top drawer, didn't we? Hmm. Is there anything underneath that drawer? Looking underneath the uh, drawer, you find a post note. <laughs> On the post-it note, you have scrawled, capital T, lowercase h, 47CH3 capital R. <laughs> Thatcher <laughs> fucking <laughs> called it. <laughs> cool, Ben, I bet you had kittens. 
Hey Ben, can the password be Thatcher? I, how, I, how do you want to type it in? Ben starts sweating. Please don't let me leave to me. I think if you'd gotten that, I'd have been like, yes, but there's an exclamation mark on the end, followed by another exclamation mark and another one. <laughs> <laughs> Should Laura? we type that in to the computer? Typing that into the computer, uh, you unlock a uh, wonderfully classic Windows XP experience. Ooh. Of course. Of course they never migrated to Windows 7. <laughs> mm. uh, okay. Um, shall we try putting the SD card in the camera? Yeah. Yep. Uh, sure, you um, you put the SD card into the camera. Can we now plug the camera into the PC using the USB cable? Uh, you can do, yes. Some um, classic Windows XP sounds come on. It, it recognises the camera, then it doesn't recognise the camera, then it recognises it again. <laughs> and then everything freezes for a little bit. And then finally, a window pops up with um, an empty folder. Empty. Interesting. I wonder if we're going to be using this to maybe extract something. Or are we going to have to like take pictures and put them somewhere? <clears throat> maybe, yeah. Oh. Incriminating pictures. Should we try and read this email to see what we're supposed to be doing? Oh, yeah, sure. That was yeah, really good. <laughs> Loading up the email program, it's a program that you've not seen before, completely bespoke for this episode. When you double click on the email, it disappears, but the printer starts to work. It appears that you read this email via printing it. Um, and it comes through into the Discord chat. Why does it feel as though I've read this already today? I'm really confused. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, subject is cheese incident from Boris Alert. Oh no, dash Bojo. <laughs> oh no, Bojo. <laughs> At number 10, dash probably dog. <laughs> to Boris's aides, aides at number 10 dash probably.gov.england. Dear aides, Boris has recently come from a... Sorry. <laughs> 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 Boris has recently come, full stop, no. Um, Boris has recently come back from a dairy and after sleeping through the health and safety briefing, unfortunately took a dump in one of the cheese fats. <laughs> Of course, we dodged any questions while at the scene, but some news channels have started reporting on it. We need you to construct a robust response for the PM to give in front of reports. That should be reporters. reporters. Shortly. Regards, blank. I couldn't think of a good name that, that you'd then be like, who's this? Who's this name? So Tarquin. Just, <laughs> should have just been Tarquin. You can imagine mm. just Tarquin from now on. Okay. So do we need to come up with a... <clears throat> possible response. Type, yeah, it's like type and print a response and then send it through the shoot. A good reason to take a dump in a cheese vat. A robust response, yeah. I didn't. I didn't realise it was a cheese vat. Um, oh, so it says cheese incident, doesn't it? I, just, I guess I just assumed it was a cheese vat. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, take a dump into one of the cheese vats. It says cheese vats. I think we just say that we did think it was a cheese vat, and that should fly. <sighs> I don't know. For everything else, I mean, if, uh, to be fair, like the way that this would work in real life would be that he'd deny it completely, and then deny and deny and deny and deny. Then somebody would produce evidence and he'd go, yeah, I did it. Sorry. And then he'd like, you know, quickly move on to the next scandal. But it has to be a robust response. Well, there's such things as faecal transplants where you take poo from one person and put in another. <laughs> yes. You could say it's like a health related thing. The prime minister was, in fact, um, doing cutting edge prebiotic faecal transplant research by <laughs> taking a, some would say, nation saving, uh, reducing the strain on the NHS uh, style dump in that vat of dairy lee <laughs> i just thought however he wouldn't actually answer the question though would he he would just have a politician's answer and say well what we are focusing on is the crisis of energy prices rising not a stuttering as well oh god yeah and the war oh. let's not forget the war oh. yeah that was a conveniently timed war wasn't it 
say, do we do we deny it by like sort of just taking a picture of the bathroom? We say, well, it's a perfectly good bathroom in Downing Street. Why would never do such a thing like that? We can take a, take a photograph of the bathroom. Oh, I, hey, yeah, that's actually okay. So why don't we take do a bit of both? So we'll do a flat out denial. But Laura, if we shit in that toilet <laughs> and then take a picture of it with the camera, I mean, Laura, he took a dump. If you notice a dump in a vat, it was a pretty big dump. We've seen the size of the man. He's like a manatee. Um, so I think if we, as a group, you know, we don't have to do it at the same time. We can take turns. I was about it. to say, hang on now. Take a monster dump in that toilet, take a photo of it and be like, it absolutely wasn't us. How could we have done this much poo in the toilet and also have pooed in your vat of cheese? And more to the point, we should really be focusing on the energy crisis yeah. um, and the war in Ukraine. I think that's the robust response that we make. I think that's good. I think I think we type that up and we <laughs> we, we do that poo and take that photo. Good teamwork, guys. Just, just because I'm slightly disgusted with that, I'm going to tell you that um, the camera doesn't have batteries and is therefore just running off the power supplied by the USB cable while plugged into the computer. Unfortunately, which won't, won't reach to the uh, to the bathroom okay <laughs> that sounds horrible um <laughs> but but the rest sounds wonderful yes that sounds good if you want to um type something like that up into the discord channel then we'll print it out and um get it sent off do you want me to type this up you are the quicker type you yeah, um, you'll, okay. you'll embellish it nicely as well um there'll be loud what we're, say- what we're saying is you have a way with words michael you have a way with words cheers 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 it's been about 18 minutes since the uh, email was sent, by the way. Do you reckon, do you reckon they need it spell-checked? <laughs> no. I wouldn't have thought so. Oh, thank God. Be more realistic if it wasn't. Only- there you go. Ah, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, does somebody just want to, to read through that so that everyone can hear what it says? Dear Jornos, I can confirm that this scurrilous accusation is completely false. Just this morning, I took an enormous dump in front of my three A's, Laura, Allen and Mike. Subsequently, I would have had I would have had no bum juice within me to defecate within that vat of baby bell. When I when I dropped my trousers in front of it, it, it was merely to appreciate the warm rising from the depths. <laughs> there is an energy crisis on, after all, and as your prime minister, I too am suffering, and I'm forced to warm my bloated bum cheeks within the with the heat of of, of the rising cheese. Also, there's a war on, don't you know? <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, what uh, what are you going to do with that now? It's printed out. We put it in the red box. You take it across the room and place it into the red box. You hear some shuffling and some uh, paper rattling uh, in the room next door, followed by... Excellent. This should go down a treat. But nothing else seems to happen. Milling around in the middle of the room, you suddenly hear... The TV screen uh, on the uh, on the wall lights up and you see clips of various news articles stating that Boris Johnson definitely didn't uh, defecate in a uh, cheese vat. He was indeed just warming himself with the uh, because of the energy crisis. It looks like you have done a job well done. I feel dirty. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. Did it appear to be as you have email? More than one. Emails. Let's check the emails. That was two. That's not good. So uh, heading over to the computer, you have a look in the bespoke email program and you do indeed find two emails. We've got speed awareness. Again, it's uh, from Boris Alerts. Uh, oh no, Bojo. To Boris Aids. Dear Aids, on the way back from giving a speech to the speed hounds in therapy, speed awareness group, aka shit sag, <laughs> Boris noticed that he was running late for the next appointment at a cheese factory and his driving went five times over the speed limit past a retirement home with the residents learning how to use handheld speed guns. <laughs> <laughs> the PM needs to release a statement rebunking the claims. Rebuking, the rebuking I think. Yeah. Oh, that's easy. Okay. We can tackle that one. What's the other one? Uh, 
Only <laughs> 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 I mean, oh if you could read it rather than <laughs> laughing at it. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I, I guess I'll... Oh, man, I mean, this clearly comes with a particular type of accent, but I won't do <laughs> Please it. Please don't. So, so instead, Please do. I'll, so instead I'll do it as the Queen, I suppose. So this is from matey at somecorp.tier. Dear valuable member, your great aunt has been unwell and has passes windlessly into the next life. Kindly, please, most graciously, deposit 10,000 USD, USD unto my via wire such that I can release funds of your amulet back to yourself. Please do not delay. Just fill in form, tinyurl.com slash t2p69, sorry, 969z5c. Very silump. Best regardless, basmati rice. <laughs> well, I'm glad I didn't do the answer. I'm going to look at that URL. I already have. What's there, Alad? <laughs> There's another PDF, another message. Uh-huh. And it's... I... Uh, this is difficult to read out. <laughs> dear, dear sir or madam, sitest laurit egit cras tinkadunct aclectus leo consequat odio portator yata at nulla donex purus accept tempore ros imperdiet nihib tortor onare non conare tortor et pelentesque amet dui, yours faithfully move. Looks. Latin. Latin. Uh, okay, stick that into Google Translate and we get May it help you to stop tomorrow. The bed and the lion. Recipe for hate, agency, yata, but no donex. Pure and long term, eros. Aim to decorate the microphone. Now decorate the microphone and the kids love it. All of these were picked at random out of. Um, no, not at random. That's. that's. Uh, I, I did choose them um, in a particular order. Um, from a lorem ipsum generator and i i thought it was wonderful and i put it into google translate and that's what it came out as. so the oh. translation is completely by chance but it's oh, still wonderful uh, okay oh it's from merv that's the bit i missed yours faithfully merv 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 hmm. it's highlighted in blue sacapin first letters capitalized S-A-C-A-P-I-N. Sacapin. Yeah. Hmm. How many of time, Ben? Uh, you have uh, 25 minutes until the next response is due. Okay. There's okay, 30 minutes between responses, isn't it? It's not for the end of the thing. Ah, that's good. Should we do a response to this first speed awareness thing? First? And get it on its way, yeah. That'll be good. Okay. Um, so, let's see. Um, so... He drove five times over the speed limit past a retirement home. No, his driver did that. He didn't do it. Oh, Alad. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. If you work for 10 Downing Street and you'd like to hire this um, Machiavellian evil bastard for your spin, then uh, do please get in touch. Yeah, you know, he's being chauffeured. He's got no control of what the driver does. However, we will sack the driver. Because obviously I think that's completely unacceptable. Yeah, oh, that's okay. So let me, shall I just do something up? Um, my driver uh, was, he's uh, now facing disciplinary action. Has now, be, is now, no, no, because he doesn't discipline anybody and he doesn't sack anybody. They just, they just left, they just tend to walk, don't they? They We accept it. We accepted his resignation this morning. Ah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> we accepted my driver's resignation this morning following. No, we did, no, we did nothing wrong. Following his unrequested um, speeding, no, don't admit to it. Just say we accepted his resignation. That's it. 
I know, but you know, you want, but it, a, a typical Bojo thing would be to kind of like try and polish his ass on the way out. Like you know, Bojo was saying to him, "No, stop!" Poor heroic Bojo was pleading with him, "Dear, please stop." Well, no, they did actually. Well, like, what he did is he sped past the learning, the learning home, past the retirement home because he was afraid that the residents were going to shoot the prime minister with the handheld speed gun. Oh. Oh, I like it. Okay, so ooh, <laughs> over here, over a misunderstanding. Yep. It transpires that the driver thought that the handheld speed gun was in fact a deadly weapon aimed at my corpulent self. I am, as you know, quite a big target. <laughs> If anyone had a gun in their hand and saw me going past, they might quite reasonably pop. We accepted my driver's resignation this morning over misunderstanding and despised that the driver thought that the handheld speed gun was in fact a deadly weapon aimed at my corpulent self. I am, as you know, quite a big target and if the gun in their hand... And if anyone had a gun in their hand and saw me going past, they might quite reasonably have a pop. I am, of course, utterly blameless in this. Oh, Tory. <laughs> P-Rexit is going great. Ukraine. Excellent. So you're going to uh, print that off and put it into the uh, box? Please. Yes, I think so. Excellent. So once again, you put it uh, through the box. You hear some shuffling and some paper rattling next door. And uh, the following comes through the door. Excellent. This should go down a treat. I only recorded it once. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, you see the TV light up with uh, news articles saying about how uh, the Prime Minister wasn't at fault. They thought that his driver thought that he was in mortal danger and uh, everything is a okay. Okay. Okay, so there's still this other one. Which I now can't read in anything but the Queen's voice. <laughs> and on, on the, the URLs. So I've been looking at the letters you said were in capitals in the other one. Hmm. I don't know if I'm finding anagrams where they don't exist. But? But it doesn't really make. Much sense. But the word spin is in there, so I was wondering if that would hmm. help at all. As is the word Spain. <laughs> Are we going to... Excuse me, but it appears you have email. Oh, God. Yeah, Let's go look at Back it. Back to the email. Okay. Another one from Boris Alotes, oh no, dash bojo, uh, to us Boris's aides. Dear aides, prior to your employment here at number 10, there were a string of elaborate BDSM gatherings organised by Anne Widdicombe and Lord Pickles. Funny, that's my nickname for Danny. Um, it's been reported that the PM and his wife invited the parties into number 10. Given the highly conservative nature of the political party and its donors, um, you will need to write a strong response for PM to give, stating that none of it happened. Okay. Uh, you've got uh, 29 minutes or so to respond to that email. Right, hang on. Every time we respond to an email that isn't the spam one, we immediately get another email, and that email then deviates our attention, which means perhaps we should do with the spam email first. Here's a thought. Why don't we use the letters that Ben's given us in our next response? Like, maybe it's a code thing. Maybe they're, like, looking for, like, a secret signal from inside. So, Oh, we... so we send the Latin as the response. I was thinking if we send a response that uses those letters, that, that uses those starting letters, so, like, first line S, second line A, second, third line C, that kind of thing. So we, yeah, we formulate a response and then couch it in that. I don't know, Law, what do you think? Do you think I'm seeing... Um, 
sheep where there are no sheep. Maybe it's worth trying. Could be massively overcomplicating. So, okay, so let's concoct a good... Um, so, so we needed a response that's... So it's so are we starting off with D, Sura of Adam, so D? That works. Uh, so hang on, what's, what's our first letter for the... Uh, the spam s okay so so because this this is like this is boris's response isn't it so it could be like yes. a speech so like sirs and lady sirs sirs and lady sirs um um allow me to um, why don't we why don't we say what our lie is going to be first let me work out what our sorry not lie i mean i'm sure it's hang on let me just try um, God, it's, it's so easy to get into the number 10 mindset isn't it like how yeah. do we lie our way through this it's easy um so what do we start off with dear sir or madam We'll keep the top one, isn't it? You know, so I, I figure because it's the bits that highlighted in the spam email is that S A C A P I N. It's yeah, those lines so, that are highlighted. Certain ladies is. Um, and then next line beginning with A. Allow me to congratulate. Congratulate. Your good selves. Okay. <laughs> this, this is this is feeling like a not much of a denial so far. Like, <laughs> on. on your excellent detective work, you uh, finally got me bang to rights. Lots of love, Boris. I'll now step down. Okay. Uh, how's this for a lie? Those weren't BDSM parties. This government is actually um, a massive supporter of British farmers. So this was um, a leather exhibition uh, being conducted <laughs> in number ten uh, in order to prepare for an upcoming trade delegation to our new trading partner. Uh, our new biggest trading partner post Brexit, uh, Kathmandu. I like it. Yes, in the interest of opening up the whole um, international trade. In the interest of opening up international trade, we were holding a uh, a, a trade a trade leather ex- a trade leather exhibition um, with Anne Widdicombe generously modelling. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, sorry, I've got to clean the sick off my microphone. So okay, so yeah, if we form, if we formulated that into a fib, then uh, Alan, do you are you already halfway through this? I was, but not with that. Um, okay. Hang on. Okay, <laughs> okay. I'll, tell, I'll, I'll race. I'll race. <clears throat> first, first person to submit a convincing lie. Yeah, Lord, do you want to get in on this? No, not particularly. But <laughs> <laughs> what? oh, hang on. Sorry, fuck. I pressed enter. This Allow me to. Oh my god, the hi- okay. I just realised, by the way, that I thought that this bit of the letter was highlighted in blue. It's it not as well as you've highlighted it. I've highlighted it in blue. <laughs> I wondered why you were talking about highlighted stuff, but I just let it slide. Yeah, me too. Um, oh, you, just, oh, you guys just like, oh, it's just fucking Michael being an idiot again. Just leave him to it. Got it. Done. Oh, okay. It's quite tame. So we've got, dear sir or madam, sirs and ladies, sirs, allow me to introduce the new Central Leather Convention, which is about us coming out of Brexit and promoting international trade in keeping with our new world trade position. And that's all I got. Are you going to paste it into the... I will, yes. Hang on. Well done, Alad. I mean, Alad, I mean what again, have you I got? Feel... Whatever you've got is going to be far, far funnier, to be honest. I don't know. I feel like yours is something I'd actually expect to see coming out of number 10, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> Excellent. Do, what, what do you want to do with that? Do you want to um, print it out? Uh... Send it to the... What yep, have you got, Mike? Oh, mine's nowhere near as good. Uh, print it, post it. Okay. On the other side of the door, you hear some shuffling and some paper rustling, and the following come through the door. Ah, looks like you're on to <laughs> Wait just one moment. This will not do at all. Give it another shot. Interesting. Okay. What did we not do? 
So another look at that message. A string of elaborate videos and parties being reported to the PM and his wife invited the parties into number 10. You will need to write a strong response stating that none of it happened. Oh, okay, I'll say so that none of it happened. <laughs> Okay, so I guess... There was no party. Yep. Um, and if there had been a party, we're sure that we would have played by the rules. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm, not, I'm not convinced about my, my lettering thing now because I was all no. kind of banking on that highlighting, which I now realise Okay, so if we just myself. write a plausible denial of it ever happening. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, Let me just say that I'm getting a little worried that you may just try to continually respond to emails. They're <laughs> <laughs> talking about I'm having a lovely time. Okay, so I'll put the, um, the email in. This never happened. The Prime Minister has never set foot in number 10. Anne Widdicombe is a woke myth, and Lord Pickles are those really crunchy ones you get Waitrose. As far as we know, only Jeremy Corbyn indulges in BDSM on your tax dollar. The PM does support the BDSM community, or at least that Verit thing Venn diagram intersect between the sexually liberal and the Tory voter base. Ukraine. Energy. Vaccines. Okay, uh, you're going to uh, print that out, put it into the box. Indeed. Wonderful. You put it through into the box, you hear some rummaging next door and some rustling of paper, followed by... Excellent. This should go down a treat. Standing in the middle of the room, wondering what happens next. Yeah. The uh, TV pops on and indeed states, in summary, some of the things that you've said. Okay, so there's something we've got to do with these responses that we're not doing now. Is it with the responses or the spam one? Because we keep responding to the other ones. But we haven't touched this one. But not that one. Yeah, what if we respond? Excuse me, but it appears you have email. Ignore it. (laughs) Right, ignore it. Drop everything. I think respond to it. (laughs) I do. You think maybe we need to respond in Latin to the spam? Oh, that would be very Boris, wouldn't it? Yeah, but we don't know Latin and. (laughs) <laughs> no, but we have Google Translate. No prior knowledge exactly. required. Was that no prior knowledge required, Ben? No prior knowledge required. Okay. Does that prior knowledge include how to access Google Translate? I suppose you do have access to Google Translate through the computer, so... No prior knowledge required. Cool. But I, I'm suggesting that you don't need to reply in Latin. Let's have a look I'll at the scene. I'll take the suggestion. <laughs> uh, is there something we're missing in these? I wonder how many of these Ben made. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can go at this all night. I don't know about you, Sue. Yeah, I'm quite enjoying it. Let's read the email. Uh, given that we are going to be taxing the plebs a bit more to fund the NHS, inverted commas, some lefties are moaning about the Boris bus, claiming that after Brexit, the NHS will receive £250 million a week. The PM needs a response that will blow the snowflakes to Lanzarote, where they can melt into insignificance. <laughs> it was 350 <laughs> No, the number was in the bend, and the bend just distorted it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, I'm too good. I, do you know what? I would. I, I'm in the wrong job. <laughs> yeah, I? I think. I think you need to get off this recording immediately, Alan. And <laughs> I might. Um, I might just suggest that um, Laura might like uh, a hand with her pursuit. Ah, so I'm on the right track then. But feel, please feel free. We, I'd love to hear your response about buses. Well, okay, so should, uh, <laughs> we'll get. We'll back. Get back to the bus one. Yeah, you okay, have so... uh, twenty-eight and a half minutes to get back to it. Okay, Laura. How long have we got for the spam one, out of curiosity? I guess uh, the spam one wasn't sent by number 10, so I guess they don't know about it. Oh, so why do we need to respond to it? Or do we even need to respond, or is there something in there for us? I don't think we need to respond. If it's not from number 10, they don't know about it, therefore any response given they're not expecting. Would you like a steer? Yes. So I liked the idea, although you're wrong with the uh, with, with the highlighting, I guess you highlighted <laughs> downwards. Um, I liked the fact that you were going to use the first letter of the first words. Maybe have a look at what else you could do with that kind of concept. Okay, so if we apply the same concept, but maybe flip it so we could do the last letters. 
which would give us M-T-O-A-X-S-E-I-Y-V, which doesn't seem like a word, although it feels like one of my wordle guesses. Second word, first letter. So there's got to be something that's guiding us towards which letter to look at and how to arrange it. I just feel like we've missed it somewhere. Maybe just concentrate on the first line uh, of Latin. Maybe I'll read it out loud. See, it's onomatopoeian. Sitis laurit igat cras tickled my nut. A glitters, Leo. No, it doesn't. T- tincident. That's northern for incident, isn't it? <laughs> tincident. Oh dear, being murdered down. Tincident down mine. Fella came out of Greg's, dropped his basti. Tincident. Oh, fuck. Have you worked it out? Uh, yeah, I've just worked it out. What is it? Oh, go on. It's a change for you okay. to be the one swearing people away. <laughs> oh, sorry, what? <laughs> okay. So, if we take the first letter of each word in each line, we get select all, copy, and paste into notepad. Copy and paste all into notepad. Oh, we're collecting evidence, maybe. Okay, so let's take these emails that we've received and grab them. I mean, how? Copy and paste. So, how? Select. Select. Select all. All. Copy um, Oh, hang on. Hidden characters. Ben's got some hidden characters in this email. Jerk. Oh. In the email or in Okay. The... There's some okay, so here's the hidden text. Okay, so Oh you swine. Email, select all and then copy that and then paste it into notepad and you get some hidden text. Oh Ben, you've pulled out all the stops for this one, you motherfucker. This is brilliant. <laughs> Ignoring the hey, date. Ah, it's here we go. Okay, who wants hey, to read this? Hey, it's me, Merv. Hopefully you saw through that silly Latin nonsense. Send me something incriminating about old Bojo, something that contradicts what he's already stated, and I'll get it published in the relevant channels. This sort of news will go around pretty fast. If you haven't heard anything on the news within a few seconds, you can assume that what you sent wasn't good enough, and I won't be able to respond again on such an OP. Open channel, it should should say. Oh. I think you might have missed a bit on the old copy and paste. Yeah, okay, well, we've got, we've got th- four emails? Basic from the Bojo alerts saying of terrible things he's done. He's shat in a baby bell. He's sped past old people's home. He's had a BDSM dickery do. He's had a metal bat up his backside from Anwidicum. Um, and now, worst of all, he's written some Brexit lies on a bus. The bumhole. And worst um, of all of that, he's got three people in his bathroom who climbed out of a toilet <laughs> making up excuses for him. Yeah, this is... Well, yeah, where's my knighthood? Um, yeah, so can we can we email those to... What was Merv's email? Matey. It was matey at some-corp.tier. Uh, so uh, don't forget that once you opened the email, they disappeared and got printed out. Can we take photographs of them with the camera? You can indeed take photographs of them with the camera. Nicely done, Laura. Uh, so I'm guessing you're taking photographs of the ones you've already responded to, or do you want to come up with a wonderful uh, um, response to the bus email? Just to the ones oh, you've already well. <laughs> Yeah, you, you guys respond to that. I'll work on something for the bus. Yeah. <laughs> right, can we, uh, yeah, can we take photos of them and upload them onto the PC, please, Ben? Yes, presumably you don't want to send them yet until Mike's finished with Absolutely the Absolutely uh, not. Bus no, one. we definitely need to collate and review. No, I, I, meantime, I, I just just send it, just send it. <laughs> Okie dokie. Beer a while. You, um, you, you attach the photographs to an email and send them back to Merv. The now familiar news jingle rings out from the TV and shows a number of articles, quite frankly, not being very nice about Boris Johnson. 
<gasps> Counter arguments from number 10 are stating that it was not Mr. Johnson that was at fault, but simply that he was given the wrong information by his aides. <laughs> but the public of Great Britain should not worry. The unfaltering government has rectified the issue by accepting the resignation from the team. <laughs> the door to the south of the room clicks open. You pass through it and walk down a long, curved corridor. Finally, you come to the door of an office. A plaque on the door reads, Raymond Hammett, Criminal and Civil Investigations. Uh, congratulations, you solved my puzzle. Well done. <laughs> well done, Ben. That, was, that is my, one of my favourite puzzles you've done. Yeah, I really enjoyed I that. I really enjoyed it. It had, it had a good findy bit. It had a good puzzly solvey bit. It had a good hidden bit. Um, it had some creative bits. That was excellent. I really, really enjoyed that. And it had um, a soundboard. <laughs> how many more scandals did you have in reserve, by the way, Ben? Uh, I will send the last two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the subject is Queen's birthday from Boris Alerts. To Boris Aids, dear Aids, Boris Johnson has missed the Queen's birthday. This is especially embarrassing after promising the nation that this year there would be an extra special celebration due to the last two years being a somewhat muted affair. Please do your best to pop together a statement for the PM. Regards. I think I think I think I was running out of steam by by these two. So uh, I mean, they were pretty fizzy at first. I mean, it's, <laughs> he's definitely he's behaving himself from doing a shit at <laughs> but the outrage about missing the Queen's birthday. <laughs> Cathedral City, more like Cathedral Shitty. I like quite like the cake one, which is Cake Gate. Dear Aids, after getting overexcited in the chamber, the PM fat shamed SNP Westminster leader Ian Blackford by suggesting the MP for Ross Guy and Lockover has eaten more cake than the MP himself. This is embarrassing for the PM as he just came from a charity cake eating competition where he won against a child with leukemia 34 to 1. Dodging <laughs> of the question may be more up to PM's alley on this one. Amazing. Ben's had some fun the last couple of days. Yeah, Ben. This is just this is beautifully crafted, and to think we could have spent the whole puzzle in the bar. <laughs> yeah, I, when you started uh, like asking questions about like the taps and everything, I was like, "This is just the beginning. This is just the introduction." <laughs> yeah, but it's you, Ben. Yeah, M- Mr. Kitchen and Bathroom. <laughs> Thanks very much for listening. You can subscribe to us on all of your favourite apps, feeds, iTunes, and at our website, www.theinfiniteescaperoom.com. You can follow us and get in touch via Facebook and Twitter at tier underscore podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, and we hope you did, we'd be much obliged if you could leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook, as it's a massive help in reaching new audiences. And as mentioned at the top of the show, we're also on Patreon. If you'd like to support the show, head over to patreon.com forward slash theinfiniteescaperoom where you can listen to episodes a week early, have your name mentioned on the show, get unedited episodes, and more. We love you lots, and we hope to see you next time in another Infinite Escape Room. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.